What is good, everybody? This is Amateur Hour, and <laughs> you can see all three of y'all, so, well, all three of us. But what's going on? Um, if you don't know who the guest is tonight, he is Trey's cousin, one of my great friends. Give it up for Lorenzo. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. What's up? How's it going? It's going good, man. Just trying to survive, you know? It's a crazy time we're living in, so I don't know if it's what's worse, the the virus or the boredom. So <laughs> the boredom, definitely the boredom. I, it plays so. hand in hand. I mean, yeah, yeah. if you're be if you're doing your due diligence, it's it's a lot of the boredom. I'll give you that for sure, for sure. Yeah. What's up with the What's up with the shirt, man? Tell me what's tell me what's good. What's behind the What's behind the shirt? The sweater, whatever you want to call it. It's that It's that twenty two, man. You know, you gotta gotta support the the Smith, man. Gotta there we support go. Him. There we go. Hey, hey, Trey, you looks like you have some competition. Nah. No, never? <laughs> I mean, in the jersey department, maybe, because I know he has a lot more jerseys than I do. But... I if you want to call that, 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 that a jersey. Is that even, what do you call that? I don't a jersey? Know, it's like a, jersey? it's one of those, like, sweater jerseys. I don't know what it hey, is. Hey, the sweater jerseys, I'll I take that. I feel like you have more than I it's do. It's just a weird combo. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, though, if you are joining us for the first time, you don't know who we are. This is Amateur Hour. All we do is we talk sports, we keep politics out of it, we keep all the garbage out, and we try to keep what's good in. That's all we do. Um, but um, I brought Lorenzo on because I want him and Trey to go at it, possibly. We'll see what happens because it's family. With family, it doesn't matter. You could go on. You can go on for argument for an hour about one little tiny subject. It doesn't even matter. But we'll see how it goes. Um, tonight, basically what I wanted to do is just do a little bit of a thing called what if and or scenario hour, I guess. Um, but let's get right into it. I'm going to start it off with the NFL. Um, there's been like a lot of, there's been like not a lot of debate, but some debate that I want to bring up um, for me because I'm in, it's kind of like at a standstill. So you kind of just want to do play scenario game or what if or who would you pick and stuff like that? So um, I'm going to bring it up with uh, – I'll start with Trey first. So, Trey, my question is to you, um, who would you rather pick, Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers? Um, I mean, I love Drew Brees. I'm a big fan of him, obviously. Austin native, Texas boy. Um, but I'm going to have to go Aaron Rodgers, you know. I mean, I might dislike him because he's definitely the definition of a cowboy killer. Um, but, you know, it's hard to – it's hard to compare the two, I feel like, because, you know, Aaron Rodgers, two-time MVP, Super Bowl winner, Drew Brees, Super Bowl win- winner, no MVPs yet. Um, but I think Aaron Rodgers just has a more, I guess, raw, natural talent, you know. And if I, if I need someone to throw me a 60, 70-yard Hail Mary, I don't expect Drew Brees to do that. But I need Aaron Rodgers as a Hail Mary king. <laughs> but before I, like, you know, go a little more on that, um, Rodgers, what do you got? I would have to say Drew Brees, man. Right now in the current state, I would go Drew Brees. Um, just looking at both of their ages, obviously, they're. I mean, Rodgers is actually older than I think a lot of us realize. Um, so he's right there behind Drew. Um, but I, I look at Rodgers' injury record, man. I mean, he's had, like, what, two two calf tears and, like, concussions and clavicle fractures. And Don't get me wrong, no quarterback in the NFL is ever going to stay injury-free. But if I just compare those two things in the current state at their ages, I think I would take Breeze. I know he was hurt last year, but I mean you can't really, you know, can't really think about that. But also too, you look at the the two franchises. I would take the Saints organization in general right now over Green Bay because they're proven and they've been contenders the last few years. A couple bad calls didn't go their, you know, didn't go their way. So we got to take. Point, though. What's that? You gotta look at coaches also, though, because like you have Sean Payton, one of the gonna be a Hall of Fame coach, and you have the Packers had Mike McCarthy at the time was good, but you know he didn't really transition along with the rest of the NFL how offenses go. I mean, are we talking about like right now in this day? How who I would take right we're, now, so, or who we're gonna so take the, in the prime? The, the purpose of this of this like little scenario game is pretty much they both have a Super Bowl under their belt. Um, obviously, Drew Brees in the later part of his career, Aaron Rodgers is pretty much about. He's he's already at his peak. He's about to start going downwards per se if he doesn't keep himself fresh. But um, I guess that's why I wanted to bring it up because they both have a Super Bowl. They both been able to prove themselves. Breeze has been able to, you know, 
um, stay consistent. And Rodgers has been pretty pretty consistent. Yeah. So no, yeah, he's he's been able to break records as well. So that's why that's why I brought this up because I mean it's just who would you rather take in their prime, and they already have a Super Bowl under their belt. Like who would you say like I I would pick this guy right now. Whoever wants to go first, it doesn't really matter. I'm taking Drew Brees right now. <laughs> if, if if I'm GM, if I'm wearing my GM hat and they're saying, "Hey, look, who do you want to use this season?" I'm taking Brees, and I'm not going to question it. All right. And, unless, unless, unless like what? Saying, unless what? Fourth quarter, twenty seconds the to coaches. go. Then you know. no, because you oh, got you got you got to pick, pick Breeze. Like no matter what, you got to stick to him. Be like, okay, Breeze is going to give me yeah. that Super Bowl. I trust him. I trust him. Okay. I'm picking Rodgers. You sticking with Rodgers, Trey? Because like, I think the only quarterback who's been like as far as coming in and has that arm that can get you any any pass, like you can throw 60, 70 yards. I think the only quarterback who's just more like talented, like raw, is like Pat Mahomes, like ever. I think as far as, you know, raw talent, like I said, and just, you know, natural instincts, I think Rodgers is up there with Pat, with Pat Mahomes. I still think Pat Mahomes is number one. And maybe just like you know what we're going through right now with him and how dominant he is, but I mean already put Pat Mahomes in the Hall of Fame barring injury. Um, but yeah, I, you're, I, already gonna, you're already going to crown him. You're going to crown him now, already, Trey. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Dude, who three three years in the NFL didn't start one? Obviously, first year starting MVP, second year starting <laughs> Super Bowl MVP. I'm just saying, man. I mean, he's a beast, man. He, he is. I, I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it to him. He's a beast. Argue. He's a beast. He knows what he's doing and. I mean, already three years in the NFL. I just can't believe he came out of Texas Tech. It was weird. That's the one thing I didn't understand either. But let's not get off track, Trey. (laughs) Personal opinion. (laughs) So, I mean, for me, I would have to agree with Trey, though. Like, I would have to pick Rodgers just for the simple fact that Rodgers is going to give you that X factor. And if you need those 30 yards or 40 yards in, let's say, in under 10, 15 seconds, you're going to have – I would rather pick Rodgers than Breeze just because he's proven it time and time again. Yeah, they both have a Super Bowl, but Rodgers has more of that it factor. He's more of that like person that you look at him, you're like, yes, I'd rather take him. But I think another but, aspect, though, is also the, the leadership. I think you look at the way Rodgers leads, and I, I'm not in the huddle. I don't know exactly how it is, but just from what I see from the camera perspective, I think uh, – Obviously, the fire that Breeze shows pregame during the game—it's more of a of a team getting together instead of. I feel like Rogers always walking off the field on a on a on a, a field third down conversion, kind of just shaking his head, getting mad. Yeah. I feel like that that's too negative, man. And I, I don't know. Maybe for the NFL players, it doesn't really matter. But for me, I look at it as like if I'm a GM, I think that's a big part of it too. I want the yeah. people around him to succeed. You're a leader, yeah, it, it definitely yeah. matters because Drew Brees obviously is that guy. To, Tell people to pick their heads up. He's that guy who like he goes goes straight for the uh, the tablet and just sees what what he did wrong. I mean Aaron Rodgers. I mean that has that has been a thing where people on his team is like, okay, this guy isn't taking any like uh, blame for what he's doing or something like that. And that that is part of it, and that is a big part of it. But I think that he's just so like raw, like so gifted. I feel like I mean, he he's been able to have a team rally behind him multiple times over and yeah. over again. Even with like new people coming in and out, and obviously Drew Brees does that also. But um, I feel like the Saints have Saints have more of a it's a team thing, you know. Like everyone buys in as a team. I feel like the Green Bay Packers and Rodgers just needs that offense to buy into him, you know. So I like you're right. You're right. I don't see him as that guy to lift every single person in the team up. I see him lifting the offense up, and never see him like going to a defensive player and be like, "Hey, you got this." But yeah, but I also think Rodgers. There's a, yeah. There's there's a lot of pros and cons. Yeah. Um... I think Drew Brees definitely brings a lot of more leadership into the into the locker room, and more leadership into more accountability. I would say as well, he has that factor where you know you just want to you rally for him all the time because it seems like he can't do no wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, but other than the fact, if you were just to be like, I want that guy, I'd still go Rogers. And something that was brought up that something that was brought up as as a comment was that his hard count is one of the best that they've ever that we've ever seen, and you have to agree with that because time and time again he has that hard count where he can get a free play potentially. So I mean, yeah. each guy they have they have they have they bring different things to the table. But if you're asking me like to pick something out of the hat, I would pick Rogers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So two to one. 
<laughs> with, with all that being said, I'd, I'd take Brady. So. It doesn't <laughs> Hey, hey, we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes now with that Belichick. We'll see if it's yeah. Belichick and yeah. Brady or Brady and Brady. Exactly. We'll see. We'll I think see. I think I think they both made each other, but yeah. No, I agree. Sure. I agree. Well, so another thing of what if, but this this is one that just came off the top of my head. What quarterback would you rather take right now, Winston or Mariota? <laughs> can I can I get a like undrafted free agent? Can you get a hall pass? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would I take some... Mariota, man. I need a wall cap. Why, why would you take Mariota? Why would you take Mariota? Well, I mean, I never liked James Winston. First of all, I'm just gonna be personal on that aspect. You, like, but, you don't uh, like him eating eating W's? Nah, that was a little, little weird, man. But uh, <laughs> but I, I I had I started James in fantasy last year for the majority, and it actually cost me, yeah, you know, sorry. in the playoffs, unfortunately. Yeah. But, He's got the potential. You... That's that's what stinks about Winston, man. He has so much potential yeah. to to be right there. And if you look at his numbers, I mean, he's in especially in fantasy, he was he was up there with yards and whatnot. So the bad thing starting? is half those touchdowns, man. He was thrown to the other team, so it's like it's it's too inconsistent. And he was in a good system. A Bruce Arians system is 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 obviously really good, and I feel like that's why uh, Brady is going to succeed down there pretty easily. But I think I, with those things being said, I would still take take Mariota because, again, he's a team player. Um, he's there to have your back, just like you saw with what happened in, uh, you know, with Tannehill. And I still think that in the right system, he's going to succeed, just like Tannehill did. Do you think he beat Tuck Carr in Las Vegas? No, man, Gruden's never really liked Carr. So I think <laughs> Carr's already on thin ice. And I mean, yeah, it's same possible. Thing for Carr, man. I, he, I agree with that. There, there's... It's a lot of why, – why, why else would you sign Mariota? Yeah. Mariota's another young player. You know, him and Carr are pretty much similar in age, but Mariota brings something else dynamic to the table. So who knows? Exactly. Trey, yeah. who would you take, Winston or Mariota? I'm going to go Winston, I think. I mean, I'm really? not a fan of him either, but I'm also not really a big fan of Mariota. I, don't, I think they're both trash. <laughs> they, they were supposed to be the future of the league, number one, number two pick. But, you know, never went to that point. I think because Mariota, he's had a few moments, you know, these moments of like, okay, what, this is what he could be, but he never, you know, got there. I mean, Jameis, yeah, he, I mean, he, he throws 30 picks, but he's, he got in the end zone 30 times. He got the ball in the end zone 30 times, which is really good, obviously. So I'd rather take a guy who's going to score 30 times rather than Mariota, who rarely scores at all in my eyes. Because I think Mar- Mariota, I feel like he just, the game hasn't slowed down for him much yet. After the five years and the game hasn't slowed down yet, it, it never will. Um, I don't know. I think he just gets too timid in the pocket. He tries to run, and he, he forces a lot of throws. Jameis, I mean, he can make certain throws. He has his moments. It's weird. Like, he'll make an all-pro throw one time, then he'll just take this terrible throw that obviously like, has a pick six. He just has trouble reading these defenses. But, I mean, I think – I don't know. I want to say, like, oh, he can get a good coach. He can fix those He can fix those problems with throwing picks. But, yeah, Bruce Arians. And Bruce Arians is like a quarterback whisperer. Um, so that just doesn't happen. Um, yeah, I'm, I guess I'll go Jameis. Um, uh, I don't. For me, I had to agree with Lorenzo on this one. I had to give it two one. Mariota. I mean, because for me, it's just um, if I'm looking at it from a quarterback's coach or from a head coach perspective, I can work my system around around Mariota better than I can with Winston. If you already have a quarter, if you already have a coach like Bruce Arians, like. Who can who can make you into a better passer? Who who has a great system already in hand, and Winston hasn't been able to produce. And now you're asking Winston to go somewhere else, where he's not going to. Well, he can't produce. No, he's he can't produce. That the thing is, is that he gave the ball away too many times. And so you have Mariota. Mariota was not a terrible quarterback. Mariota was was he was okay, but but no no no. I'm just saying like it could be an instance. If Ryan Tannehill hold on is replacing you. No, I know that. I'm not saying he's a terrible, terrible quarterback. I'm saying he's an he's an average backup. But let let, let me get my point across. The, what I'm trying to say is that Mariota can become, in my opinion, somewhat of what happened with Tim Tebow. They worked Tim Tebow's system. They worked the system around Tim Tebow, and Tim Tebow was able to thrive when he was thrust in to the starting lineup. As I'm trying to sound like NBA, but into that starting quarterback position. 
and he was able to thrive and lead them in a victory in the playoffs. I mean, Mariota could do the possibly the same thing if John Gruden wants to build the system around him if he doesn't believe in Carr, like uh, Lorenzo was saying. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. Well, but I, but for me, if you're asking me, I'd rather pick, I'd rather pick Mariota just because I can make my system around him and work towards his strengths. Then do with Winston, if Winston's just going to be this in, uh, this turnover machine. You know what I'm saying? That's how that's how I see it. But don't you think they try to make like have a system around him before, like in, in Tennessee? They've tried. They tried to do that. He was number two pick. You don't pick, you don't draft the quarterback number two and don't put the system around him. It just never worked. And all, and also like we saw how good the Titans were this year. Obviously, right? Went to the AFC Championship. You know, rode. Everyone rode on the back of Derrick Henry, so that offense didn't really need a great quarterback. If I ran, Ryan Tannehill succeeded so much. Like, what was that? The game, I forgot what game it was, but in the playoffs, he threw like what eighteen times for a quarterback. If Mariota isn't good enough to go on in that offense and start, what makes you think he can go start anywhere else when they're going to rely on him? I'm, you, not, I'm saying he has a you can't chance. Can't a quarterback to throw eighteen times. No. I'm saying he has a think, chance. Cause, I don't know. What? Help me out, Lorenzo. Help me out. I don't know, man. I think it's going to be, I, like I said, I already, if you look at the way the Grudens are, you know, RG3 up in, in, uh, in Washington with his, with the brother Gruden, right? That yeah. thing was terrible. Just anywhere that they go, they're super hard on quarterbacks for whatever reason. And I mean, since day one, Carr has been under the microscope uh, from Gruden. So like I said, he's already on thin ice. Um, I don't know what he says about Mariota. We'd have to go back and look at footage from what he said about him before, but he obviously must like him enough to bring him in to give him a chance. But I, I go back to like what Trey's saying in Tennessee. Derrick Henry ran that offense basically, literally ran that offense. And I think it was even against Baltimore in the playoffs where he had like hardly any throws to make. And one of one of those bombs, I don't know if you guys remember, he threw uh, a long touchdown. He almost overthrew the receiver. The receiver had to like yeah. dive out. Yeah. And so I mean, if he would have missed that throw, that game could have completely gone a different direction. And we would be sitting here talking about how. He hit. He missed a wide open receiver for you know a go ahead touchdown in the playoffs. So, I think, yeah, uh, if I, I would have really liked to see if the season would have played out, uh, see how Mariota could have responded, and I, I guarantee you, man, unless Mariota is just a complete flop, there's no way that you can't ask Mariota to go to go out there and throw 18 decent passes a game and, and win the game. I, I don't know. I mean, I sort of think I think he was. I, I trust they didn't have in him. I feel like because there there hasn't been a season where I remember in the last four or five years he's been in the NFL where I trust Mariota to lead this offense. There's been like one or two years where like okay Jameis did decently the year before and you're like okay he could he could get better you know like he could lead this offense because and also the Buccaneers this last year they had terrible running game yeah. uh, Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones they couldn't they couldn't really get going so it just forced Jameis to just keep throwing keep throwing keep throwing and obviously you're gonna get th- you're gonna throw picks I mean obviously thirty picks isn't there's no exception for that. But he just threw so much. So if, where if you put Jameis in a balanced offense, I'm not saying he's going to be good, but I'm going to say he has a chance. You know, so I, be I think a decent starter. Again, just the way you said they had no patience in Mariota, I think it's the exact same situation with Carr in in Oakland, and it might be, or uh, sorry, Vegas. Wow, how many times are we going to do that? It was Oakland. Yeah. It, was it was Oakland. Oakland. So I, I got to yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. Don't worry but, about that. <laughs> but I, I I also think too. You know, as a Cowboy fan, I know we've all experienced it. How much? How much does does Winston remind you of a young Tony Romo, where he he can make spectacular throws, but he also makes really really bad decisions at times, and it's like costing us the game. You know, when we're uh, well, Cowboy. I think it's a little bit different because Romo in the game he threw picks, like he he's the one who kept you in that game. I don't think Jameis ever kept you in the games. I think if anything, he he, he he's like a Jalen Hurts um, in college of last year, like he. Like he did really good, but he kept the other teams in the games. You know, that's how Jameis was. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see. And a, and a, I don't a, know. A comment that was brought to us was he's, he just had surgery on his eyes. Who knows how much that actually helps? Talking about Winston. <laughs> I mean, hey. He has an, he has an excuse now, maybe. I know. That just gives you an excuse. That's all it really is. I don't want to hear that. All I want to hear is all I want to see is prediction. That's it. <laughs> well, he needs to get on a team first. I, I still think the Patriots may be a good team for him if they don't get Jordan Love or a quarterback in the draft. The Patriots or the Steelers? Yeah, well, yeah, Steelers. You know, yeah. Big Ben doesn't have a... Yeah, we don't know how many... How many I think, I think that the, first, the first piece to fall is, is Cam. 
I think Cam is the first piece that's going to fall, and once once he goes somewhere, I think that's going to decide where once uh, it goes. That's true. That's true. Just because you... it's crazy because like, what do you want? The guy who throws a lot of picks, but you think you can fix it, or the injury prone quarterback who you're like, okay, maybe he could have a comeback season. Like, who the do you? Crazy like... thing is, man, is that we're talking about former, you know, Heisman winners, and how many? Look at the Heisman list of Heisman winners, and how many quarterbacks? Mariota is in that category too. How many of those guys are? You know, either not starting or looking for a job. There's a lot Crazy. of them, man. I don't really. That's, I, mean, that's, the Heisman, I didn't think we would actually reach that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I didn't think we'd, we'd be sitting here saying, well, what's happening to Mariota? Can Mariota stay in the NFL at least? Can uh, Winston actually keep a job? And Or, like, where's Cam Newton going to land because of taking too many hits and too many too many blows? You know, like, like I mentioned last week, Cam, Cam Newton had extra years than RG3 just because he was a bigger guy. You know, he's bigger. Yeah. They they pretty much had the same game where they they love to run the ball and they they didn't slide. RG 3s career uh, as far as a starting role d- diminished quicker than Cam Newton just because Cam Newton's a such a, such a freak. He's two sixty at least two fifty. Yeah, going back on that Heisman thing, I think I always think the Heisman's overrated. It's an overglorified offensive player of the year award to me, and it's never. Oh it's, really? It's Says never the one that loves player. Baker Mayfield. It's never to the best player on in college football. It's all what you say. Says the guy that loves Baker Mayfield. Heck yeah! I mean, he was exciting. It's the most exciting player on the. Okay, field. you just said it's it's one of the most overrated things, and then you and then I just bring a Baker, and you're like, heck yeah! So you get one I, exception. I, I'm not saying I'm. I mean, just because I say it doesn't mean I can't like them. I, I do like Baker, but I mean, and, but he was the best offensive player in college that year. But it's it's just like who has the most highlights? Who has like the most yards, whatever. I mean, the only exception I can think of the last few years is like Lamar Jackson and obviously Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow was last year. I mean, how many Heisman winners are the, are usually the best player in college football? It's rare. True. I mean, it's crazy. Like, like how many? Think of think of all the highest, the best quarterbacks, best running backs, and and how many have Heisman's? What Derrick Henry, Lamar Jackson. That's about it. Baker, even even though he's on he's on a lower part of that scale. You, hey, it's a good point. It's a good point. Worth noting. Which brings me to a segue into one topic that is always brought up, but I want to hear from both of you guys, starting with off with Lorenzo. Who do you think right now, obviously in your lifetime, or that you know of, or that you've read about, of, is the biggest bust in the NFL? Man, that's a, that's a tough one, man. Um, that's kind of hard. It's a tough one. Because there's, there's a lot of routes you can go. So it's just like... There's a lot of them, right? I pick any Browns player, right? I'm just kidding. Um, hey, I, I, I have my pick on a Browns player, so... Well, not, well I already know he's going to pick, even though I think he's wrong. But, like, Browns players, they're already out of the league. So, like, yeah. they're all bust, but they're out of the league already. Yeah, we're, we're, don't forget about your boy Baker, all right? Ooh, a couple years, Trey. You don't know. He could end up like a Mariota or a Winston. He, he, had, could, a, man. he had a better year than Mariota ever had. And it was rookie year. And yeah, but yeah that's a rookie a year, though. We're talking about now. Too. That's why scouts say he's got some weapons that Mariota hasn't had yet. Yeah, so. but, but also, also, okay, but then in his first year, he didn't have those weapons. He has weapons now, and he had a bad year. But you know, that's why scouts always say, "Give him five years, and then tell me." Sophomore if he's a slump. That's why I say yeah. I give. I it's a great year. Yeah. Sophomore slump. Yeah, sophomore slump. That's a thing, and then you got to wait three, four, three, four years until you can actually say label him with with bust. But sorry, go that's ahead. No, I'm go, I think. Defending my boy. This, this might not be, you know, super, super expected, but I, I think, you know, back when I was younger, obviously I wasn't into just like into college as, you know, as much as I probably should have been, and probably you guys were. Um, Brady Quinn, man. Really? Yeah, Brady, Brady Quinn, Quinn from Notre, Notre Dame. Brody, yeah, yeah. Notre oh Dame. my gosh. He works for CBS Sports right now. That's what he's doing. Yeah, he's doing coverage, right? Um, he's I, trying to I look good. Trying to stay in that, shape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's doing good with what he's doing. I give him credit, but I think uh, I remember going to the gas stations and seeing like the advertisements for like the Muscle Milk or whatever. You know, he was the face of bringing in the money already before he was even in the NFL. So, or you know, on, on the cusp of that. But um, the Browns they, they took him twenty two overall in the first, right? And uh, I think they took uh, Joe Thomas third overall. So they they traded a second round and then their late first rounder or whatever to get up to 22. And um, 
I think when they asked, you know, the management, like, why they did that, they're like, well, we need a quarterback next year, so we might as well just take him this year, you know, get what we want this year. And I think, like, he threw, like, in three seasons with the Browns, he threw, like, ten touchdowns. And I think he threw, like, nine nine interceptions, which is crazy to give up that much. That's the reason why I say it's a bust, because there was so much hype as far as a company giving marketing dollars to this guy, making him the face of a brand, and giving up those types of picks, which we know the Browns aren't shy of doing. Like, they've done it before, and they've taken risks before. Um, But to give up that much for a guy who... You know, he, I think he played like one game his first year, and then he was only there for two two years after that. But I think just because of the bulk of what they gave up to him, uh, up for him, is the reason why it's a bust. Yeah, yeah, that that's very interesting because I, I wasn't expecting you going there. Like I had no idea yeah, you were gonna was, say Brady Quinn. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I was thinking about muscle milk. I'm like, hey, no, I, hey, <laughs> hey, no, hey, no, no, get no take is a wrong take in your biggest buzz just because like there's a lot like you said there's a lot that you can choose from and uh, i'll give my i'll give my pick last but uh, I'll, let, I'll let trey go who do, who do you think is the, your yeah, biggest buzz you're going last heck yeah i want to go last say 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 the best for last i'm just kidding okay yeah, in that case go ahead <laughs> no that's okay all right <laughs> no i mean you get we have your our obvious you know ryan leafs the charger we have the obvious jamarcus russell you know those are like the historic bus in you know nfl history yeah but to me i think i think the one that kind of stood out was just like trent richardson was like i cannot miss prospect he dang like, it cannot, you took I my cannot. pick mm. i knew you were going to alabama so God, I took well because this is the thing <laughs> is that you always you always mention alabama running backs do not make it in the league the only two that have made it so far Derek is Derrick henry. henry he's showing and showing great promise and then mark Ingram can keep a job at least yeah i mean Kenyon drake We'll see what happens. Kenyon Drake, yeah, yeah, he's not doing too bad. He, he's, he's one. He's he's a versatile running back like uh, Christian McCaffrey, even though McCaffrey's light years ahead of him. So I was gonna say, Charleston, you know, like in college, he was just that guy that you you had to watch. That guy, he's like, you know, he, you thought he read the field real, really well. You thought he was quick enough, fast enough, athletic enough. But just in the NFL, of course, he goes to the Brown where players went to go die. Um, he went to the Brown, just couldn't. Um, and that was just crazy because to me, like, when I, I remember watching the draft, it was, like, when I used to, you know, barely start, like, getting really, really into it while knowing the prospects. Um, and just, like, everyone was high on him. He was, like, top five player, but he dropped in the draft. Well, no, he went number four, actually. He didn't even drop. That was when running backs were going early. Yeah. Um, so, I, to hit me, that was, that's a big bust and obvious. And also you have, like, the, uh, like, Tavon Austin going, like, six overall. You know, that's no great. one – no one had seen a, a guy that small go that high, um, and there's a reason for it right now. I mean, he's with the Cowboys. Obviously, he still he can make some plays, but he's not exa- he's not anywhere near what everyone thought he was going to be because he was just so dynamic at West Virginia. Um, and then there was another one. I forgot his name. He was a cornerback from the, that the Browns drafted out of Oklahoma State, that number nine. Um, he, were, he went right after Mike Evans in that draft in 2013. Um, you go ahead. I'll, I'll I'll find his name. Nah, man. Because I mean, for me, it was it was gonna be either Trent Richardson or Josh Gordon. And and I wouldn't say I wouldn't say Josh Gordon is, is that is is a bust in necessarily like talent wise. I would say Josh more more along the lines of Josh Gordon is a bust intellectually. Because I mean, the dude had chance after chance, year after year. You also have. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not if I'm getting his name right. Martavius Bryant from 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 Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the guy's another. He's another great guy. Another great receiver. Yet they're not smart intellectually. You have rules within the NFL, ne- albeit now they're being changed, and so it it just. I I don't understand why those guys couldn't just simply follow the rules, and they probably would have, would have had at least a solid career. I wouldn't say Hall of Fame career. They would have had a solid career. And so I that, think that's easy. Sorry, go ahead. Let me know when I'm No, I mean, like, for me, like, that, it was either going to be Josh Gordon or Trent Richardson, and then whenever, and then uh, I was thinking about it, I was like, okay, I'm going to go Trent Richardson, Trent Richardson. And then all of a sudden, you brought it up, and I was like, God, dog it. So I'm going to have to go somewhere else. <laughs> so for me, it's just, I would have to go, I would have to go Josh Gordon just because of, like, the guy, the guy was so great. He, he had... He had so much potential. He he already had it. He just needed to make sure that he was smart about it. So yeah. that, I 
I don't know if it's a thing of being smart intellectually. I mean, for us, it's kind of easier to say that because we don't, we don't like you know, dabble in that. We're not addicted to that because like some people, they just love doing that particular thing more than they love football, and they can't get away from it. And that's that's just not a lot of people. That's how Randy Gregory was. He's learning that you know he has a big opportunity now. Um, he's learning that he wants to play football, and now with the whole rule change, it's better for him. But yeah, that's just. Hey, do you that's remember? Do you remember Justin Blackman from uh, Oklahoma State? Yes, State, him receiver. too. Him receiver, too. Yeah. I remember seeing him play uh, in person. Everyone compared him to you know Des Bryant, obviously because they played on the same team. Uh, yeah, obviously not the same it, time, but it was easy. But that's the same thing. The same thing happened with him. I remember. Um, he was a camp miss. Yeah, he was a he was a camp miss guy, but he also struggled with off field activities. And I mean, again, I thought about uh, Johnny Manziel right for a bust, and I, I kind of stopped myself from from picking that one because yeah, I look at his talent and from a talent aspect, none of these guys are bust, right? Their their talent is off the charts. Um, yeah. But it's the it's the mentality, man. That's where that's where it definitely was a bust. Yeah, and I just I just don't think the NFL. I don't think the Browns especially were ready for his type of play, and it was kind of hard because he was just so wild. You couldn't really contain him. Yeah. As far as like what you could do with him, and I think that was, it was kind of a bust on both the Browns and Johnny Menzo. I mean, obviously now like he's not he has to do these commercials to stay relevant, and which, which stinks. I was a huge Johnny Menzo fan. Yo, I feel but, so bad for him. They're doing those commercials. Yeah, but uh, the guy I was, do you remember Justin Gilbert, the cornerback from Oklahoma State? Oh, no. shoot, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he was like the best cornerback in the in the uh, college football. He was a beast. Like he was. One of the best cornerbacks to come out in recent. Like he was on the same level as like Jalen Ramsey when Jalen Ramsey was coming out. And you know the Browns drafted him where players go to die, and no one has heard from him since. He had like he started like year one did trash, year two I think they he was like cornerback number three or something like that didn't do anything, and I think like two years later he just got cut, um, and he hasn't made it back since. But yeah, those are my bosses. <laughs> I finally remembered him. Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, there's like I said, there's no really wrong way that you can look at it. It's just a it's just a simple fact of like the person that you pick. Like, make sure that you know why they were a bust, because like just for me, it's just like off the like Lorenzo said, like off the field activities is what derailed Josh Gordon's career in, into into him blossoming to be like this great receiver. Like we talk about Mike Evans, we talk about Julio Jones, we talk about. Those guys of that tier, and he could have been mentioned in those tiers. The same goes for Antonio Brown, and just, Antonio Brown just needs to learn how to. Number one, get get the, get the right help. Just just get the he right help. Calls. I know, I know, I'm, I'm not saying He's that. Never gonna play in the NFL again, and I'm happy to say that. <laughs> no, they don't. NFL doesn't need a guy like that. That honestly might go down in history as one of one of the biggest, you know, the shockers. That, it just it's ridiculous the way he's just completely destroyed his career. Yeah, not I only that, but it's part of his life, honestly. Just because he can't stay crazy. quiet, I mean. I mean, it's well. it's it's as simple as you being quiet. It's simple as you doing your job and showing up. And could have had literally, you could have had all you had to do was be quiet, and you could have had twenty nine million dollars guaranteed. But you couldn't keep your mouth shut, and then all of a sudden, it's just domino effect from there. And then we don't know. If we're ever going to see him, see him again in the NFL, and I personally, he needs to take at least one to two years off and get himself correct before he does anything I else. I hope he. I honestly hope we don't see him again. That's my thing. I hope we don't. Would you rather see him in the XFL? <laughs> Next. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm down to see him play, man. I just I don't want to see a guy like that. I want him in the XFL. To so many, yeah, exactly. To so many different different people and whatever. I don't want to see a guy like that get rewarded. You yeah, know, exactly. and get back elevated. If he doesn't change, like I'd rather see see some kind of personal change and some growth. Just yeah. say, hey, you know what? Like, I actually, like for for Manziel, dude. I, I for the longest time, obviously, you know, I bleed orange, so I, I never liked him yeah. in college. He was good, but I never liked him because of that. And uh, as he got to the NFL and some of that start, stuff started happening, it, you feel bad for them as a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just realize that man, they they really have some void in them that they're trying to fill. And same thing for him. And there's there's a part of the reason why. AB won't shut up. It's part of the reason why he won't stop talking. He f- has that need to feel relevant, and I don't want to. I don't want him to just get relevancy again, just to feel that. I want him to, to figure out how to live without it, yeah. and then go in and experience success. You know, beyond that. Yeah. Dang, you you, you got to go speak to him. Whatever you got to do. 
Yeah, pray, pray for him real quick. <laughs> yeah, do what you gotta do. But transitioning to a, another segue is that what, what I wanted to talk about as well. Um, obviously, we're not just a lot of segues here. We, we don't just we don't just talk about football. It's like, it's like I'm, it's like I'm all <laughs> we we don't talk about football. We talk about basketball as well in regards to the NBA. Obviously, nobody's watching the NBA right now. But a good question for both of y'all: We talked about biggest bust in the NFL. What is your biggest bust you in the NBA? Me? Yeah. You want me to go first? Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, you're not ready for it, huh? You want to nah, ask the question? Technically, yeah. I'm not ready for it at this particular moment. I'll let you go first, Trey. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you I gotta mean, go first. You got hey, as soon as you as soon as you mention somebody, something something will, will pop in my head. So you, so I'll, I'll I'll figure out something. Is it too obvious to go Greg Oden? I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, just couldn't stay healthy, man. I mean, he had so much talent coming out, like he just could not. Who was that? I didn't hear you. Greg Oden, mm-hmm. center for the Blazers when he came out. Yeah. He got drafted really high. He, you know, he was big body. He was athletic. He was everything he wanted in the center, but he just, you know, those knees just gave out on him. He was just like how Zion is. We think his knees are going to give out, but oddly enough, they never do. <laughs> um, just, I think that was just it. Because, like, right now, because he had a few moments. He had his moments in the NBA where you're like, okay, wow. This guy's going to be the next big thing. Um, but just couldn't, you know, flourish when he never had the chance to. You know, he just couldn't stay on the court. Um, Roddy, go next. You're not going last again. Me? Okay, okay. Yes, All right. <laughs> All right, okay, cool. You said Greg Oden, yes, but I'm going to no. go Adam Morrison. I'm going to go Adam Morrison out of uh, Gonzaga. Adam Morrison, okay. literally, he had all this hype coming coming out of the coming out of the NCAA, and I forgot. Oh, he was with Charlotte. There we go. He started off with Charlotte. He wasn't bad, that bad of a player. He wasn't, I think he was like 14 points per game or something like that in his first couple years. So it looked like he had like at least a job in, in the NBA. Then all of a sudden he just started getting worse and worse. And he won, he won a championship with the Lakers, I think, in 2010, whenever, whenever the Lakers won. So I'm just like, okay, cool, you have a ring, but it doesn't count. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. You can't do that to yourself to where you literally like you're – That ring means as much as a water boy does. Waterboy's no, yeah, I agree. That's what I'm saying. So like Adam Morrison, like whenever it came down to it, he he was he's one of my busts, just because he had this great pedigree and, and he was a really great a really good scorer in Gonzaga, albeit they lost I think in the in the Elite Eight or the Final Four. Um, but at the same time, I was just like, man, this this guy, he had all all the hype, almost like a almost like a Jimmy Fredette. Jimmy Fredette came later on. Jimmy Fredette was like. He came out of nowhere, a one-year wonder, and he he could shoot it from anywhere. But Jimmer didn't last. Luckily, he's last. Luckily, he's lasting somewhere else in the Chinese Basketball Association, which I hope they start pretty soon, and I hope they start the NBA soon. But uh, my point is just like Adam Morrison, man. He just he had he had that so much opportunity put before you, and he just couldn't put it to use. That's that, that that's one of my guys. I was either gonna go Greg Orden, Greg Oden or Adam Morrison. So. I think for me, man, I think, uh, again, when I, when I, Trey, he messaged me, invited me on the show, like, seemed like two hours ago, so I had like zero time to prepare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think, computer, I think I'm gonna, such as my Brady Quinn pick, I think I'm going to do something a little out of the ordinary, which you wouldn't expect it. So I, I look at, you know, former, uh, former, you know, number one picks or whatever. And I, I think going, uh, to Blake Griffin, for me is interesting in a different aspect of not like you guys are talking about, but yeah, I mean, the guy's like, what a six time all-star, like he's got the numbers, he's got the talent. Um, but he was supposed to be the guy, you know, that would bring a ring to, to the Clippers. Right. Mm-hmm. And you look at the team that they had, they had, they had a uh, CP, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. They CP3, had DeAndre. So, and, Crawford. and I know, yeah, exactly. Those guys are really young and I, you look at the Clippers now and yeah, they're established now and that, maybe that's part of it. Um, but I think you, if I were to, to pick him and say, you look at the injuries, he can't stay, he can't stay together. Uh, I think he's actually going undergoing a surgery, like either just last week or this week, something like that. I heard him in, in the news, but um, he's over there in Detroit now, right? So I think, I don't think he's going to win a ring. And 
in, in the fashion where people expected him to yeah coming out of college the way he was coming out you might he might be able to coattail and pull a jeremy lamb like we're talking about earlier you know get a ring being a bench player or whatever hey and if if he contributes it's fine at the end of the day it doesn't matter he'll have more than i have um you can buy one. but i think I think in a sense, <laughs> I got those though, Trey. I think you were in one of those leagues too. Dang, um, I ain't gonna say nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna okay. say nothing. Oh, it's, oh, it's, all good, it's all good. I though. Love, he, I love Joe. he he got destroyed. Oh, he got destroyed that year, and he didn't he didn't ask to be in the in the league next year. But that's a different conversation for another day. That's a different oh, argument for another day. That's a different argument for another day. I'm out. The round before the championship, I one of my guys got hurt. I didn't change the lineup. It didn't do it in time. And then so that means he lost, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Anyways, yeah, moving on. on. Hey, Trey, and L's and L, and L's and L. Take the L. Is that James Winston with the excuses, or is that Trey? Who, who are we talking to right here? I don't care. I pull it. I, man, I'm man. <laughs> I lost. I'll give you. I'll give you that. But... Anyways, yeah, he, he'd be uh, Blake. It would be my pick. I, I think he's hilarious. I, you know, he's getting some comedy, and as a personality and a celebrity, he's you know, I think everybody likes him, but. I think as far as on the court, I don't think he's going to live up to the expectations that a lot of people had for him coming out of college. And to me, if I'm Blake Griffin, yeah, I could sit there with my millions and my big house and my nice cars. But at the end of the day, if I never put a ring on my finger like that, I, to me, I would consider myself always lacking that. And, and in my sense, that's a bust. Yeah. That's, that's, I don't think, no, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go. My bad. My, I'll let you go. And then, okay, and then, and then I'll add I, to the end. I don't think we can go talking about busts in the NBA without talking about the maybe the biggest bust ever. I kind of laid it out. I was leaving him for one of y'all. It was Anthony Bennett. Hey, Anthony uh, Bennett's in the, the G League. Anthony Bennett's in the exactly. G League. Exactly. He's, ma- he, he's making his way. He's making his way back. It might be a redemption story. That's how I see it. <laughs> I wasn't going to pick him because he's a redemption story, possibly. So if, like, if the NFL, if the number one pick in the NFL was like on a practice squad, Saying, oh, he's making his way back. He's out of bust. Like, you gonna you gonna believe that, really? I don't know. I'm giving him a chance. Hey, America is the land of second chances. Okay, America is the land of second chances. Now we're number one pick. <laughs> <laughs> now when they take you over, I mean that class was kind of weak. Victor Oladipo was supposed to be like number one, but uh, they drafted Anthony Bennett. No, everyone was surprised. I remember buying that 2K that year. And like you do your my player or whatever, and you they, you go in the draft. And even like when you did the draft, like Anthony Bennett goes number one, and like the little commentators on the video game, they're all like yelling surprise. It's like wow, even in the NBA, I mean, even in the game, they're shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I I guess like for me, like adding on more of a Blake Griffin, it, it's like like you said, you know, you want to be that guy that that it, at the end of the day, if you do get a championship, you want it to be because of your hard work. You don't want it to be because of like, exactly. oh, I, I joined a team that I had the potential to be. I mean, even though I'm a role player, I didn't really contribute to my status. Yeah, and, 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 and I agree with that. It's just like you have that opportunity, and he had they had that opportunity in L.A. They couldn't get it done. So Blake Griffin's game actually like it elevated in a way, but at the same time, he had he's starting to get injury prone, and so we we don't mm-hmm. know how his how his career is going to look out the next let's say two to three years if Detroit even does something or if they have to trade him because they have to dump his salary or something like that because at the end of the day as as a person whenever you whenever you when as a competitor there we go as a competitor of the game whenever you contribute to something and you know that you actually did something it it it, it brings more of of this worth of achievement you know what I'm saying so like you yeah. feel like you actually did something rather than for instance, like I, like I mentioned earlier on my bust, Adam Morrison, like he just sat on the bench and, oh, yeah, I got a ring. That's great and everything, but it's just like I did nothing. So at the end of the day, when people say, who won the 2010 Lakers championship, you can say I'm a part of it, but at the same time, people are going to be like, well, who are you? So mm-hmm. at the same time, it's just like, eh. I, I do agree that Blake Griffin, if he doesn't happen to do something in the next two to three years with the Pistons, possibly like go far in the playoffs – because last year they got swept, right, in in the first round against Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's just like Milwaukee killed them. Yeah, it's just like I don't I don't really know. So that, that yeah, I I think the Pistons is in a great place for him because his game is very much like it's kind of how Zion's game is, just less of a shooter. You know what I mean? Like he he plays around the basket. His like he he has a mid range. He has like a three point shot, but. He doesn't use it very very well. He doesn't use it very much. He works around the rim, 
and with him being on the same team with Andre Drummond, it's kind of hard to get there. No, Andre, Andre Drummond's now with the Cavaliers. Control- well, I'm talking about before. Like, oh yeah, before, yeah, yeah, no, history. I agree. Like right now, like obviously he's with he's with the Pistons, but it hasn't been that long of a time, and they're not playing basketball. So the whole time they've been with even with the the Pistons, Andre Drummond has been controlling that glass, controlling that paint, and Blake Griffin hasn't really believe you know can't play his game in Detroit. And that's my that's my thing too is you know you look at some of these players who let's say they have to dump a salary and he has to to go find you know go find another team or whatever the case whatever role he he finds himself in the next couple of years being a star the way he was having that hype having that expectation even within himself how does a guy like that come off the bench if he's asked to not everybody's willing to do that yeah um, like you yeah. you look at you know the Golden State bench you look at you know the Spurs bench you look at a lot of these great benches. And some of these guys, they they kind of they kind of grew up there and they kind of live there and they're used to it. They're, when their numbers called, they're there and they're cool with that role. But you put a guy like that, and maybe he would excel at it, maybe not. But you put a, some of those guys in that situation, I wonder how well they would succeed at it yeah. mentally. I think it's just, I think it's just a, as far as like buying in because like he doesn't exactly. really seem like a player mm-hmm. who wants to buy in with that. Obviously, you have players like you know Javale McGee, like Tyson Chandler, guys who've been there who have started. But they won a championship. They well, I don't know if Tyson Chandler's won a championship, but like they're they're ready to go on the bench, you know, and do their role. I think Blake Griffin knows like, oh, I was the number one pick. I was one of the like one of the guys in LA. Like I think he thinks he should start. Like you see, everyone on the Spurs bench, none of them are really big names because they all just buy in. They're all role players. The same with the Warriors. I mean, they have they had a few names. I think Javale McGee was the biggest, but you know he was he's a team player. Yeah. Um, so he he's very ready to you know come off like like Lorenzo said. So. Yeah. No, I I agree. It's just did did you say that you didn't know if Tyson Chandler won won a championship? Yeah, I don't know. He, he won one with the Mavs in eleven. Oh, that's he was, right. He was oh, on that team. He was on that team right. with the Mavs in eleven. God, he's a beast. I don't forget that. He's a beast. <laughs> that that was a beast year. Yeah, you gotta give it up for Dirk. Dirk Dirk was one. Dirk is one of the goats. Yep. Which brings me to my last segment of the night. If you were to construct a team, these are great segues, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. We're set, we're set, Why are you saying so thank you? We're the one talking, and all you say is, "I have a segue." Hey, yeah. hey, I talk too. I talk too. Don't worry about it. I, hey, you you have to give me props though, Trey, because literally, these past couple times you said I don't talk that much. So yeah, you. I mean, no, no, I talk too much. There we go. I talk too much, and I talk over you. So now I'm taking a step back. I'm letting you, Lorenzo, talk tonight. Give me give much. me some props for that. You talk too much. You used to talk over, but yeah, we're, we're, we're fixing it. We're fixing it, okay? We're worrying about it, but we'll worry about that later. Let me bring it to my last point. So, if you're constructing a team in the NBA, who is your starting point guard, small forward, shooting guard? Obviously, I got that mixed up. One, but one through five. One through five. One through five. Who is going to be your one through five? But it has to be positions, though. That's why I said it has to be your point guard. Your shooting guard, your small forward, your power forward, and your center. Who are you picking as your starting five that you're going to say this? These guys are going to lead me to a championship. So, do you want to do it to where like we can all like pick it and then we can all have like you know the same guy, or do you want to do it like a little? You want to do have a little fun, do like a little type draft to where you go first, you pick a point guard, then I'll pick a point guard, but I can't pick your point guard. Hmm. You want to do that, or do you want to do just like we can all just pick? Because if we do duplicates, we're all going to be like you know MJ or Kobe. We can have a get your draft board out of the closet, Trey. Go. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. All right. I, I guess we'll do the draft type. We'll do the draft type. Okay. okay so, we, so we can just do it. You know, like point guard. Like you would go point first. Guard. I go second. Point guard. So, so guard, Trey. Go first. Trey, you're 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 basically right here on my left side. I'm in the middle. Lorenzo's on my on my right. So the way we're gonna do it, Trey, you're first. I'm second. Lorenzo's third. But then it's a snake. So, point yeah. guards. Small forwards. I mean, uh, shooting guards. Small forwards. Power forwards. Center. Oh, no, I was like about to Google these, man. These are I'll just say like I'll start like I'll start with shooting uh, with point guard, and go like Lorenzo, you, and then Lorenzo starts shooting guard, and you, me, and then. You oh, so we're gonna do it like in other words, one. So I, you, you have point guard. I have shooting guard. Yeah, Lorenzo has small, has small forward, forward and then he I does power forward, forward center. Know. Okay, cool. I'm down for that. No, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Do you want to go? Do you want to go first in point guard? Does that help? Will that help you, Lorenzo? Yeah, if you go first in point guards, it's cool. That, that, that doesn't really matter to me. You're the, you're the uh, Nobody's going to pick mine. Nobody's going to pick mine. I think I know yours. No, you don't. I think I'll take Magic. 
And take magic. magic. No, yeah, that wasn't my pick. Yeah. Number one overall pick. <laughs> number one overall pick. Where's it? Where's the sound? Make the sound, Trey. I don't got it right now. Hold on. I, I got an applause. Hold on. I got an applause. Ready? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not going Number one overall okay, pick. So, we have. So, so my Magic Johnson. Lorenzo. Point, point guard, Magic Johnson. So I got small forward, right? Yeah, but who's going first for now? Who's going second for point guard, me or you? I'll go. I'll go since it's like in the the words that we're doing right yeah. now. So I'll go. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Here we go. My pick, my first round pick is going to be a point guard, John Stockton. Let's go. John Stockton. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I knew I, I, I was going to go Stockton. Let's go. Stockton's the, the, the number one in assists. Uh, I'm all about dropping dimes. All about dropping dimes. That's what, that's what I want on a point guard just to facilitate. The go, um, the I'm, okay, ball. I guess. I'm, I'm just kidding. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you took mine. I mean, I kind of knew you were gonna take him. Um. So I guess I can go the opposite spectrum of that instead of going, you know, passing. Maybe I go scoring. Uh, uh, scoring. So I'll just go ahead and take the guy right now on the Warriors. I'll take Steph. You're gonna take Steph? I thought you were gonna take Allen. I think you take an AI. No. Why? No. I'm good. I don't know. I know. Hey, AI, I trust, AI was a good scorer, too. I, I, yeah, he's a good scorer, but I, I trust Steph to give me 30 and 12 a night rather than I do AI. Trey with the shocker. I'm going to do a DJ Airhorn. <laughs> Trey has Steph Curry at point guard. All right. So we have Magic, Lorenzo. I got John Stockton, and Trey's got Steph Curry. Which leads it back in the snake so, draft. Such a millennial pick. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> but I'll such take a, a freeloader. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, going into our shooting guards. Shooting guard. Who would you take, you're first. Trey? Oh, you're first. No, oh, no, no. First. Lorenzo's first. He, he's I was two. To you three. So, Trey, you're first. Snake draft. I guess I'll go ahead and just take the goat. I'll just take MJ. Garbage. Space hmm. Jam himself. I didn't think you were taking that one. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Okay, like, I'm just, honest, it was a joke. Obviously, it's an obvious uh, pick. I mean, <laughs> like, all right, so it goes Lorenzo, right? No, it yeah, goes Lorenzo, me. It goes me. No, you, no, you went second last time. He's in the middle, though. He's It's a snake, so he's he's picking two all the time. So I pick two all the time. Snake? Yeah. The heck? I, thought, I thought we were just going to do, like, clockwise, like, circle. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to go millennial pick. You know that, right? Okay. No. Oh, I'm going to go kind of millennial, but I'm going to go kind of new style. And y'all going to be like, what the heck? I'm taking Manu. Hmm. Oh, oh, I'm taking a career six man. Cool. I'm taking that lefty, <laughs> the Manu Ginobili. He's the guy that literally had me fall in love with basketball. Because I've, no, I've never seen an, a left-handed basketball player until I saw Manu. I'm just being honest. I never saw that. And then all of a sudden, I'm a left-handed shooter. Manu is a left-handed shooter. I was like, okay, maybe I can do it, even though I didn't last that long <laughs> in basketball. So you, you picked him out of out of uh, emotion. That's great. That's yeah, out of heart. Hey, I'm going to pick that. I'm going to pick that. Hey, own it. He's, he's good. Own it. Are you making Lorenzo's pick really easy now? <laughs> Very easy. Nah, it don't matter to me. <laughs> going with uh, the Black Mamba, man. Got to. You got to go with Kobe. You got to go Respect, with Respect, man. Got to. Man, he just—he's right. a—he's a Laker fan over here. Magic and Kobe. Uh, you know what? I, first Seriously, of all, I'm, not a what? I'm not a Magic fan. I'm not a Magic fan. <laughs> so why would you pick him? <laughs> because I—I I think based on just skill and trying to build a good team, I had—I would have to. I can't pass that up if he's there. That's, that's, that's true. That's true. For small forward, go on Lorenzo. I mean, yeah, Lorenzo's first. Yeah, yeah, Lorenzo's first. So small, so small forward. Too. Who we got? So, even though I, I'm again not a huge fan of this guy. Where am I going, Trey? It's LeBron himself. It's got to be LeBron. Oh my um, god! I think I think the numbers don't lie and the stats don't lie. Even though for a long period of time there, I think the the Eastern Conference was weak, and not saying that you know they were going to get there anyways. But I think you put them obviously now. I think the Eastern Conference is a bit different animal compared to when LeBron was running things, but. I think the path to the the finals was super easy for him every year, so it padded the stats a little bit. But I think the fire, I think the leadership, I think 
the talent. It all it all is in the great package in LeBron. Even though I never was a fan growing up, uh, I saw him defeat the Spurs live in the finals. So I think yeah, I, I can't pass it up if he's there. Yeah. No, not bad, not bad. For this one, this one I'm kicking it old school, fellas. I'm going Larry Bird. I know all of his picks before he picks them. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. I was going to go Kevin Durant, but I'm like, nah, I don't want KD. I don't want that snake. I want to go Larry Bird just because Larry the legend could not miss from the side. Why wouldn't you go Larry Bird? I'm going to go Larry Bird because Larry Bird, like I said, Larry Bird could not miss from the side of the hoop. Or anywhere else. And I got to give him props. I got to give him props. The fact that he was able to last that long in the NBA – Especially being a white man in the exactly. NBA. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Got to say that. So I don't know which. I don't know. Like I'm having trouble because it's it's going to be newer school. It has to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know which snake is the best, Katie or Kawhi. Like, which snake am I doing? Oh my wanna, God! Which Russell one are you going to go with? <laughs> going to go with the trader? You? you I didn't go bro, with. Bro, I didn't even consider Kawhi because I'm still hurt about that. I, I threw that name out of the back. Same, but I'm anybody being, watching I'm right now, they're like, both Spurs fans. So obviously, you know, mm. you know where the emotion lies. Thanks, Uncle Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think. It's hard because like, do I want to go pure score, or if like, if, do I want to go to the guy who like, if we're playing, if, if our teams are going to play each other, he's going to lock down everybody on the court, hey. you know? Because Kawhi, Kawhi has has the ability to shut down anybody. I was going to go either. Uh, and, For me, it was going to be either Larry or, or it was going to be Scotty. Yeah, I think because I think KD's a better scorer than not Larry Bird, but better than Scotty, obviously. And then Scotty can Kawhi lock right down. now. Though. And then Kawhi right now, he's just you know the top of the game and the top of the NBA right now. Um, I don't want to do it, but I'm, I'll go quiet because I love oh, I, lo- I love that. I love I love those guys you can just like put out there and you like lock him down and he'll be like, okay. I don't know if KD can do that to anybody. I know Kawhi can do that to anybody. Yeah. You know when, whenever like they were in the finals with the Heat, and you know he came off the he came off the bench as a twenty year old. LeBron looks back and he just like, like he like he was he gets LeBron frustrated. said an expletive. <laughs> Yeah, and he was like, "Hang it!" Like the fact that you're you're saying that you're you're one of the goats, you're one of the greatest of all time, you're the best in the NBA right now, and you're doing that about a 20 year old coming off the bench right now, not off the bench, but like coming back in. Yeah, like that's that says a lot. So defensively, that's my pick. I hate that I'm going in new school. Mm, I love old not, school. Hey, you gonna have you had to go somewhere, so you went there. But this this next pick will be new school because I, I have power forwards next. Yeah, I know you got. Yeah, I know who you're gonna go. Obviously, I'm a Spurs fan, so you know, good old Timmy D, Mr. Fundamental, down here, Timmy Tim Duncan. It's easy. It's easy. I'm not even gonna say anything. That's too easy. easy. Come on. I mean, if, if it wasn't your pick, it was gonna be Lorenzo's pick. I, that, that's was, what's yeah. Be, yeah. So. I, I knew he wasn't falling to three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for me, I am gonna go somebody that I know who's gonna roughing up everybody that's on y'all squad. Dennis Rodman. Let's go. They're warm. I'm going to ask Dennis Rodman to get all my rebounds, and I'm going to ask Dennis Rodman to roughen up everybody who's going to be playing. So I don't even want to get near him. It's weird, The man. biggest question is, is Dennis Rodman going to wear a, a dress when he walks in the arena? Or is hey. he maybe, what is he wearing? He can do half and half. Half. Oh, okay. He's got to half dress and half, half his he uniform. Was, he, was of, he was ahead of his time, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give him that. Which is, which is kind of weird to say. Yeah, I know. Now it is. I think, it's uh, <laughs> now it's very normal. Yeah. Who are you going, Lorenzo? I don't know, man. I think I'm going Blake Griffin. I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, my I'm God. Kidding. I was about to say. I, I was about to be like, we're done. No. The show's okay, over. Done. I think I know where he's going. I'm torn between Garnett, Barkley, and uh, and Carl Malone, man. Um. But I, I think it none of those guys go... won a champ. Oh wait, hold on. Garnett won a championship. I was gonna say yeah. none of those guys won a championship. Anything is possible. Yeah, I think I'd have to go. Uh, hey, KG. I think I'd have to go. Carl Malone, man. But Oof. but yeah, I I didn't want to pick him. I wanted Tim Duncan, but a little bit of everything. Right? You're welcome. Uh, uh, yeah, first fan. How are you? How are you a Spurs fan? And we're the only ones with Spurs on our team. You have no Spurs. I was trying, man. I was trying. It's hard, Trey. It's hard to pick tonight to not get us to get a Spurs hey, player. He could have picked Tony Parker. Why would I you really have. take Tony? Come on now, don't be like that. Hey, 
Come on. Matthew spin move ever. Yeah, no. No. Matthew spin move in no, the thank NBA. You. Actually, Kyrie's going to work for his money, so. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Which brings us to our last position, the center position. Oh, no, six man? Cool. No, we ain't doing six man. <laughs> Jesus. What are we doing, a whole roster? <laughs> oh, I forgot. You already have the greatest six man on your team. Let's go. Manu. Anyways, so who are you taking at center, Lorenzo? Lorenzo has a. He's gonna have a. He's gonna have a lot of Lakers on his team. <laughs> Either way you look at it. Yeah, man, I was gonna go Kareem, but I think since you guys all made heart picks, I think I'm taking Shaq. God, dog it! I was gonna take. I Shaq. think I'm taking Shaq, and I think. God. Uh, yeah, I think we're gonna kill it. So y'all better be careful. Not a bad squad. That, that, that dude's a beast. Not a bad squad. Different, different type of different type of game. I don't know if they can keep up with Trey's new age team, but it's uh, a yeah, no, yeah. We're, we're, hey, we're, no, we're playing. We're playing backyard we're rules, bro. We're playing backyard rules. That's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're not we're not doing this sure. new style of play. So good luck with Steph. Put some duct tape, duct tape on the backboard and let's go. Hey, may have MJ, so he makes up. Okay. Anyways, I gotta go with my pick. My pick. Dang, since you took mine. Goodness gracious. Um, There's like two more left that you like. Oh, I know, I know, I know. I was gonna either I, I was gonna go with um Hakeem Olajuwon or Wilt. So oh, okay. I'm gonna go with Wilt. I'm gonna go with Wilt because Wilt can score hundred in one game if we're playing backyard rules. <laughs> so just stay under the basket and hope no one Okay, well, back in the day there was no one even nearly as tall as him, so he just like, hey, like, I, know, I, know, I know, I know, I know. What is it? Wilt was what? Seven? Seven one? So he's about um, the same size as Shaq. Okay. So I'm I'm taking Wilt. I'll take Wilt. Who you got, Trey? Uh, I hate that we're all just we can pick another Lakers, but I'll just pick Kareem. Obviously, the top three centers of all time are all Lakers. Unless you want to count Shaq as like a magic player. <laughs> really? I'll, take, I'll, take, I'll take Kareem. You know, just so dominant, so tall. Kareem um, with that Skyhook boy. Heck yeah. Skyhook, bro. We got scored all over the place. We can score anywhere. All right, so here, here's here's the final lineups. We have Lorenzo's team. We got Magic, Kobe, LeBron, Carl Malone, and Shaq. All right. <laughs> we have <laughs> That's a lot of yellow. <laughs> That's a lot of yellow. Um, for me, we got Stockton. Manu, Larry, Dennis, and Wilt. I don't got a, I ain't that, I ain't got that bad of a squad. I got, a, I got a finesse player. I got a, I got, I got a, I got a dime dropper. You got a lefty. I got a scorer. I got, I got a rebounder, and I got a, another rebounder. I guess. Trey, we got new age people. It's weird. We got Steph, MJ, Kawhi, Timmy, and Kareem. So technically, we Trey only has one old player. It's weird. Two. Him and MJ and Kareem. No, MJ's not that old. MJ's in, the, in the, MJ's in the late 80s, early 90s, so he's technically a 90s player. So The only yeah. old player you have is Kareem. Kareem was late 70s, early 80s. And you have Walt, and then he has... Lorenzo has who? As old. No one, I don't think. No, I don't think anybody's that old besides... Not that old, no. The only, the only guy Larry. I have old is Wilt. Yeah, you can't really count Larry that old. You're not going to count MJ that old. I mean, I've never seen Wilt play. I've never seen half of these guys play. <laughs> just, going we off. just got highlights. That's all we got. Yeah. We, sh- we should have made it a little funner and just did it like n- now, like no old school, just like nah. now. Last, pa- last but I mean, like but I mean this is your squad that you're gonna roll up with, and you're gonna be like, all these guys are in their primes. Let's see what we got. You know what yeah, I'm, I'm saying? Going to Rucker and putting down money. Yeah, I know exactly. I would, I would spend the most money to watch the, to watch my squad play against any of y'all's. We'll see what happens. We all like the the matchup to watch is Monty versus. Kobe and MJ, she's like, okay, just give them all the other Lagava. MJ and Kobe, you're like, mismatch, mismatch. For real. I guarantee you, though, I guarantee you Kawhi would, would work against any of those guys, which is crazy to think, but. I was like, he's so, like, he's so big, man, and he's, and he can lock on anybody. Hands, like, the only person, ridiculous, too. Only person that's bigger than him on that court will be LeBron, but he can lock up LeBron. He can lock up anybody, yeah. that's what I'm saying, like. And then he'll lock up Larry Bird, so I'm, I'm good. <laughs> We're locking y'all up, and we're scoring. We're scoring fifty. Yeah, until he leaves your team for someone else. So yeah, don't get used and to it. And Shaq's yeah, gonna be probably, dominant. So yeah, he'll, don't he'll know. leave me. He'll leave me like at halftime. He's like, you know what? I don't like. Yeah. He's like, I need more. He's gonna be like, I need more superstars in this team. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, guys, let us know in the comments. 
at any point in time that you've been hearing us pick our squad, which squad would win, you know, you know who they are because we've been listing them off. But um, that's gonna do it for our show. I just want to give a special thanks to my buddy slash Trey's cousin Lorenzo for coming out. Even though it's last minute, thank you for for stepping <laughs> in and giving this special edition of what if slash scenario time into amateur hour. But uh, th- thank you so much, Lorenzo. Any- anything else you want to say? Like give a shout out or something like that. Anything you want to do? No, man. I just uh, it was fun. I appreciate you guys inviting me on and uh, throwing out some crazy some crazy opinions and you know seeing what what you guys thought. Uh, follow me on Instagram RNZO Romero. And yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. I'm about to go eat. I'm hungry. Chocolate Express. Chocolate Express. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it here, man. That's going to do it for us here at Amateur Hour. If you don't know where we are, we're at Amateur Hour on Facebook, Amateur Hour Podcast, Amateur Hour Podcast also on Instagram. We also now are on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, at um, Amateur Hour Podcast. Simply our name. That's all we do. We talk sports. We leave everything else out of it, and we strictly talk sports, and we just chat it up any, any way we want to. Anyways, guys, thanks so, thanks so much for watching. Y'all have a great night. Y'all be blessed, and we'll see y'all next week. I wasn't from...